We are so back. I don't even know what to say. I was trying to say some clever, something clever. It didn't work out, but it's okay. Because without failure, there is no success. Keep that in mind. This is a Disney cup that I'm drinking from. I've had this. It was. It's a collector's cup that McDonald's released like multiple types of these Disney, Disney cups. Um, fuck, dude, like the 90s, I think. Yeah, like the 90s. It's really cool. It's badass. I don't know. And it's a big cup. The one thing that the one thing that annoys me the worst, the most, is drinking from a tiny, tiny cup. Drinking water from a tiny ass cup. Like I don't want to keep getting up and refilling it. I just want to know that I have an endless well of hydration. Seriously. I don't want why, why why do I gotta get up? I don't want to fucking, I don't want to get up. Don't make me get up. So bigger cups, number one. Especially, especially when you're eating food, man. It makes the experience that much more enjoyable. Trust. Trust no one. Trust Michael. Okay, so last night at 10.30 p.m., I watched Aladdin in Dolby Vision. Dolby is amazing, by the way. Watch it. A million times better than the IMAX. IMAX always has extra seats because, like, why? Why would you watch that when you can see Dolby? Dolby's crisper, crisper vision, man. Crisp 4K versus 1080p. What are you going to choose? So I saw Aladdin, not because, last night, not because of avoiding spoilers, because obviously I, you know, they're going to change some things. In the live version adaptation. But it's still going to be at the core the same. So that's not why I watched it. Guys. I watched it because I wanted to. And um, it took it took me a little bit to get used to Will Smith's genie. Not because he, he plays a bad genie. But because. Uh, look man. Like. If you grew up watching the original cartoon with Robin Williams, Robin Williams is the god of improv. Improvisation, just thinking off the cuff and acting on it and being funny. Like he was in, he was insane. It's crazy. Um comedic genius, I would say, definitely. And many many other people would agree with me. So if you watch the cartoon, the cartoon, that genie definitely, it it made sense because using Robin Williams because like his level of improvisation and being able to come come up with things like out of nowhere and just saying it, it would be akin to the, uh, uh, it does justice to the power of a genie, a genie being able to just at the, at the snap, at a snap, make things happen. Right, because boom, 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 boom. A genie can make anything come up at any moment in a split second, and that's how Robin Williams was with his comedy. And it's dude, don't Will Smith is hilarious. Fresh Prince was one of my favorite shows growing up. I loved that show. I would watch it 
every day at my grandma's house because my parents left me there because they were working all the time. Abandonment issues, everybody. I got abandonment issues. And, man. But then but then I got, I got used to Will Smith's genie. And I was like, dude. Not bad, Will Smith. Not bad at all. I still love you. Not that you did a bad job. Because I said, I said not bad. Okay. Don't hate me, guys. Don't hate me. You guys should definitely go watch it. Because I, when I saw Beauty and the Beast, the live version, on Netflix, dude, I I turned that off in like the first 10 minutes. It made me cringe so hard. I could not, I couldn't stand it. And I, I'd skip through it to check out different scenes and it made me want to throw up. So uh, I don't like having to clean up vomit. So I turned it off. And if I offended anybody saying that, then good. Because the cartoon for Beauty and the Beast was motherfucking fire. So fire. You know what I hate more than anything in the world? Spoilers. I cannot stand anybody ruining a show that I like or a movie that I really want to watch. And people are like, why do you take it so seriously? I'm like, because uh, it's a fuck. Dude. What's the point of listening or watching a story if you know what's going to happen? The story has, you know, it, it has multiple levels, like waves, like a roller coaster. Why would I want to know what's going to happen? What's the point then? Unless it's just like a mindless action film. But even then, some of those mindless action films has some interesting qualities to it. Like John Wick, watch John Wick 3, it's great. I love John Wick 3. Um, let's see. So, I I recently found a group of people to shoot skits with. And I gave up on doing skits with other people for years because people just are not dedicated. People like to hype things up and make it seem like they really care and, and, and they're down. And then when it comes... When it comes to it, they don't show up. They flake. They come up with the weakest excuses in the world. And I just got annoyed. So I stopped for a while and then recently started back up with just shooting things by myself and with my girlfriend. Because I know she's going to be there. And she's actually really good. She's got natural ability to do it. And I think it's because she's very in tune with her emotions so that helps with the the, the acting aspect. So it, it doesn't it doesn't take much for her to tap into a specific emotion that's necessary for the scene. But recently, somebody contacted me that I I met doing um, background acting, and she said there's this guy who is, is wants to shoot skits and he's really cool, and he knows you, and then I was like. Uh, in background, you meet a lot of people, so it doesn't really matter if they know me because most people I would not want to shoot skits with because when you're shooting skits, it's like, it's like a relationship. You have to have patience. You have to be able to keep your cool, but also have fun and just, and, and be there and, and follow your word with action. But anyways, I was like, show me his Instagram, show me this guy. And I see it. And I was like, oh my god, that's like, that's one of the guys that I really got along with on set. Like, really, where we were fucking on the same frequency, just vibing. Like, dude, I feel like I've known you for a long ass time. 
And I was like, let's do it. And it didn't take much effort to set up a day, set up the place we used, the, the girl's place. And we shot for like six hours. And it was the best shooting experience I've ever had in my life. And I'm talking about like, I shot skits with people that I knew knew for like 10 years. And these people were just so down. It was the smoothest, easiest experience in the fucking world. It allowed me to be the director because, you know, I wrote it. But also, um, I was open-minded enough to, to listen to their responses too. And then we, we applied that as well. And it was great. And I only met these people on set for like three days and haven't talked to them for a while, for months. And it, dude, it was great. Like it, it, it made me feel like, is this what it could be like if I find more people and more of the right people building a team? You know, I'm not shooting these skits to like make money because I'm not making, we're not making any freaking money, but we're getting better. We're learning. We're learning as actors, writers, directors, and more importantly, coming up with an idea and executing, executing. Executing idea, execution, idea, execution, idea, execution, idea, execution. Too many ideas go to waste. Not because they're bad ideas, but because nobody tries them out. Because an idea that you feel like maybe dumb, how do you know? You just try. You never know. And this idea, we were like, I was when I wrote it, I was like, you know, it's like half-assed, but whatever, let's do it. And then when I edited it and then and I saw the final video, I was like, this is a million times better than what I expected. And again, I learned so much in the process of shooting it and writing it and just everything, man. So and and then a few days ago, I created a script which is kind of like it's called a bacon horror story. I may change the name, but the, the full video will come out in less than two weeks, maybe even a week. So look out for that. And we I shot with the same people again. The same people. And they were down. And they were excited. And they were pumped. But it wasn't like just the excitement that goes nowhere. It was the excitement of I'm there. I'll show up. Let's fucking do it. And you know what? We met up, we met up at around 4:30 p.m. And then we we shot until like 4, 4 a.m., we, we took maybe like one to two hours of a break in between that. Dude, that is dedication, guys. You, you got to understand, nobody's getting paid for this. They were just down, and, and, and they, they're so open-minded, open-minded and willing to, to learn and try and experiment with the idea that there was not one moment of, do we have to? Like, really? Like, why? Because when you're on set for a background where you get paid, and these are big-ass sets, huge sets, like Netflix shows, people will complain. And they're getting paid and getting free food. <laughs> Be more grateful. Disney Cup drinking water right now. Gosh. And, uh, fuck, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> uh, 
and and time flew by. We got all the shots, and I got to try out something that I've always wanted to do, which is shooting something that's like horror horror esque. You know, in the, in the, in the final product, the project it may look like it may not even be horror at all, but it is creepy. That's for sure. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I edited probably the um, the first the first scene, and there's one more scene. So yeah. Anyways, you got to find the right people. You got to find people that are down. It's not bad ideas. It's not that everybody's shitty or that you're worthless and that you can't make things come to be. It's it all started with me putting out my own stuff. People saw it. People, some people liked it. And then they said, hey, I like what you're doing. And we got along. Let's do something. It's kind of like, I don't know if Chris Chris Rock really said this, but I saw this on this this like photo meme thingy. And I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but it had Chris Rock's photo and it said, when, you're, when your car is pulled over, when your car breaks down and you're standing around in the middle of the street just looking for help, trying to flag people down. A lot of people don't stop. But if people see you pushing your car on your own and you're not trying to flag people down, they are more likely to help you out because they see that you're trying and that you're doing it. You're not standing there saying like, oh, what was me? Somebody help me, please. You're doing it on your own, a task that is hard and tough to do. And the people are like, I got to help this guy. I got to do something. This person's doing something. I got to do something too. Same idea. Same concept. That's what I truly believe. And I see it. I didn't really get it before. Because I saw that years ago when I was younger. But I get it now. You just have to do things. You just have to try. You just have to go out. It's the long game, man. Life is long. We got to just just do it. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, so I've been on a creative journey, and I haven't been doing much stand-up the past couple of days because I've been, dude, I'll edit for like six hours straight, eight hours straight, until I get a fucking migraine. That's how much I love this stuff, and I've I've been sacrificing time doing stand-up for that, but here's the thing, now I'm even more fired up to do stand-up because I'm going into my other creative endeavors and actually seeing things come to fruition. Fruition in terms of end result of a finished product. And it's awesome. It's uh, inspiring me, firing me up, and being around other people that are willing to work hard and do work hard, it brings in something out of you too. Something very positive that makes you want to work even harder not just for you, but for the team, too. So, it's crazy. I never thought this would happen. But I'm really excited, so look out for what's to come. Okay? Yeah. Damn, it was so great. It's so great. So, I'm going to turn 30 in a month and a half. And I, I'm really starting to feel my joints. I'm starting to feel some of my joints, especially my my shoulder. I'm starting to feel the rotator cuff and and 
I don't power lift. I don't do any crazy stuff at the gym. But I'm starting to see the repercussions of me not stretching enough or in the right way. Not doing the maintenance that is necessary to keep the car well-oiled, the car engine well-oiled and fine-tuned. It's crazy. So for like three weeks, I've been lifting very light, doing machines uh, to take care of myself. And I haven't really been stretching still. I was like, oh, maybe if I lift lightly, it won't be an issue. But no, it's still there. It's a little better, but I got to do it. I got to do it. So now I'm more wary of things I do, like the way I walk down the stairs, instead of just like going down, because that puts a lot of strain on your your, your knees and can hurt them. I I walk down in a controlled motion. That's some old people shit, but you know what? That's called longevity, guys. Longevity for the long term. Because I'm trying to be able to move and be mobile for as long as I can until I die. Whenever that is. Because I don't know. By the way, uh, fuck that uh, Alabama abortion shit. Because like, what the fuck? If, if it's a woman's body and if they get raped they and then they have a the baby you can't abort the baby that is insane all because of what like religious causes or i don't what the how stupid is that do they understand the amount of trauma the amount of damage that can happen and to the child and the person having that that child the mother can resent the baby and not treat the baby in the right way that happens that's possible. And you know what? If that were to happen, can you really blame the mom? Because they got raped and then the law wouldn't allow them to abort the baby? They say love is unconditional. It's really not. Because we're human. We're going to have emotions. We're going to have biases. We're going to have our own selfishness come through. Right? There are certain conditions, I believe, at least the way I grew up from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying that the mom should resent the child and it's if the baby gets treated bad or or you know incorrectly, it's deserved. It's not. It's better to not have a child grow up in this world where it's almost meant to fail. You know, now I, I'm 100% positive there's people out there who, you know, were babies that came from circumstances like this and they're doing perfectly fine. But I'm just saying, is it fair? I don't think it's fair. It is not fair. A woman should be able to do what she wants with her body, especially if, 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 if it's Fucking because somebody took advantage of her sexually. What? Statistically, how many people get screwed up because of divorces? Or because, you know, even the dad's there, but the dad's... The dad leaves. So, if you add in the the variable of rape... 
I guess these fucking old ass people don't think about this stuff. Right? Damn. Damn, we got real serious right there. But 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 like uh, it's important to talk about this stuff. It's not it's not cool. Because I think that it's selfish cuz a lot of parents have kids because they're like, "Oh, we're going to be so happy. We're going to have kids. It's going to be great." We're going to have the perfect life after. But a lot of people have kids because they think they're supposed to have kids and they also think that it's going to add a certain higher quality to their life. But here's the thing, guys. Here is the fucking thing. Like one of my old roommates, uh, he got this girl pregnant and then I said, I was like, you guys need to fucking abort this baby because I know you, mister, and it's not going to go. This is not going to go right. And he's like, yo, man, like, how do you know? I, I feel like having a baby is going to make me grow up. And I was like, dog, you're not going to fucking grow up. Some people do. Some people do when they have a baby, an accidental baby. But you are not going to because I fucking know you. And I lived with you for two years. I fucking know. And fast forward to present day. I am absolutely right. I was fucking right. That's selfish. To have a baby because one, you want to keep the baby mama. And two, because you think that you're hoping that it'll make you grow up. Dude, grow up on your own. Don't put it into the hands. All that weight onto the baby and then traumatize that baby. Now that baby's got a fucked up ass dad. They're separate. Which is good. In this in this situation, it it's better to not have a dad like that in your life. Constantly. But the baby still's got to see her because... See him, I mean, because, uh, you know, legal reasons, I guess. But Yeah, so many people, so many parents have kids because the parents, their parents um, um, put that stress and that pressure on them because the, par- the, the, the parents want to have uh, something else to take up their time and shit. Like, I feel like a lot of people have kids because it's like some entertainment shit. Or they put their hopes in it like it's like a make-a-wish type fucking, you know what I mean? Like, don't have kids. It's better to not have kids than have kids because it's like some kind of experiment that you want to have. Ooh, okay, so let's think about, let's talk about also, that that probably adds into the, the reason why there's so many shitty, people getting to shitty relationships. And also, um... You know, getting divorced, the high rate of divorce, because it shit just repeats. How how many millions of people love these fucking rap songs that talk about side bitches and cheating and stuff and condoning it and glam glamorizing it? You guys are fucked up in the head. I got a side bitch. People that talk about having side bitches, they do that because they want to look cool. If you're truly enjoying having multiple partners that don't fucking know about each other. You keep that shit quiet and you wouldn't tell your fucking homies, but you're going to tell your homies, you know, you to keep it quiet and to yourself. If you were really down for it, like if that was something that you truly enjoyed, but you're going to tell everybody because you want to look like you're conquering and that you, you want to get some, some fucking clout, a reputation 
from from the guys and you know all that shit. I don't know. I'm going all over the place, but do shit because you want to do shit for you. Just fucking do it, man. Or for other people. Like for other people meaning making everybody rise up together. I don't think I smiled much in this this podcast. I just realized I'm just like furrowing my brow. My forehead's getting wrinkled like that UFC fighter forehead. You know what I mean? Like like that. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, that type of shit. That was my Nick Diaz impression. Hey, guys. Nah, I don't even like that, man. Hey, you fucking bitch. I'll fucking Stockton slap you in the fucking face. That's like a mix between Nick Diaz and uh, Mike Tyson, I think. So... Oh, man. I do have to talk about one more thing. It's going to be a little bit more lighthearted, but I'm going to have a lot of... I'm going to inject a lot of passion into it because because uh, it bothers me. I'm sick of seeing this hot Cheeto shit. Everybody posting on Instagram. Everybody posting everywhere. Photos and videos about, Oh, my God, this is new food. It's like hot Cheeto mac and cheese or hot Cheeto pizza. Bitch. It's just mac and cheese, and it's just pizza with crumpled-ass hot Cheeto on it. You can do that at home. Stop freaking out about that shit, man. What the fuck? I love hot Cheetos. I do love hot Cheetos. But people freak out, and they pay like 13 bucks for this. What the fuck? You know how I know? Because I paid for it. I paid for it because I wanted to make my girlfriend happy. (laughs) Relationships. Don't get me wrong. It was good. But I think people freak out too much over that, man. Or like, uh, the video. Uh, this pizza is the size of a dinner table. Wow, we gotta go there and eat it. It's a big pizza. Wow. Is it even good though, guys? Is it good because it's big? I don't care how big the fucking pizza is if it's disgusting. The fuck? Or like a sushi rito. They're like, or like hybrid foods, which aren't even, it's not fusion. It's just, let's put two and two, one, two things together and just like, a sushi burrito. Let's put, let's take some fucking, like a burrito and then put raw fish into it and then roll it up. And now it's a sushi burrito. Guys, the point of eating sushi is to eat shit so you could taste the fish. Sometimes you kind of mix it together, but I like sashimi where you can eat each, you know, tuna, salmon, yellowtail separately. Toro? Dude, Toro. Fuck. Ah, Toro. I haven't gone in so long. Toro. Toro. I think of Toro. Those, uh, what, those, like, bullfighters when I say that. But, yeah. What the heck, guys? Why you guys freak out about that, man? Or like a pho burrito? Got, do you know what makes the pho? The broth? So let's put it in a burrito and just kind of like make it into a ajou. Ajou is up. Even the French people are going, <coughs> What is this pho burrito, eh? Oh my god, I just went from like French to like a weird like Mexican, Asian accent. God, I can't keep an accent. It's so hard sometimes, you know? I can do like a... I, I can kind of do, like, Scottish. Um, is it true? Is it true that in England, 
Oh, the woman do the hunting, and the men do all the cooking and cleaning. That's kind of like my Braveheart impression, which I know is pretty horrible. Uh, I can do a... Uh, um, a Vietnamese is like, so do you have to go there with the light for or the fight for good? Do? Would you like to have more the fur that there? It good, yes, the fur that it good, so good, man. And my Korean, my Koreans, like, kind of okay, even though I am Korean, but you gotta realize I was born here, so shut the fuck up. Um, I don't know, maybe. Oh, nice, that's very good, huh? Wow, okay, okay. Um, uh, do you like to eat uh, 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 Korean barbecue? Barbecue? Okay, and my Japanese is like, Hello, my name is Michael. Do you like to go to karaoke? I like Chinzo Machida of UFC fighting. So good. I like it very much. <laughs> Fuck. I think the Japanese was the most fun to do. You know, the first time I learned how to sing was because of a, a of a Japanese, my friend's Japanese mom. I haven't seen the guy in a while. Well, we don't really talk anymore, but... Yeah. So I learned to sing by singing Japanese first. Okay. Uh, yeah, Japanese. I love, I love anime songs. I do... <laughs> if you can name that, let me know. Ready, steady, give me good luck. Ready, steady, give me good luck. Ready, steady, uru I don't remember the lyrics. Let's get started. Ready, steady, go. Anime music makes me so fucking happy. Oh, man. Anime music, nothing makes me happier in the world when I'm driving and listening to anime music. Especially that high-pitched girl songs. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, the old school Gundam. I just one beat communication. I made me and then we can't forget about the Utara Hikaru, which is not anime, but Kingdom Hearts. And Simple and Clean, which is the English version. Oh my god, I used to lay in bed at night rewatching the end scene of Kingdom Hearts 1 with that song and thinking about my crush, and I cried. It's fucking insane that I did that, but oh my god, that happened. Because I was yearning for them. Because I never went on a date, I didn't know anything about what dating would be like, so I'd, I'd, I'd just emulate what I saw in uh, romantic Korean films or car- like animes, and that's the danger. If you don't actually date and you watch all that romance stuff on, on TV and movies, it negatively warps your the reality, your 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 view of how things should be when it comes to dating it fucks you up it really fucks you up guys and i'm talking about the males here well it happens to females too i guess damn that felt good we're done man we're done oh god i'm so tired right now but i had to do this because i want to do this and you're here with me listening we gonna think
If you name that song, uh, I'm not going to buy you anything, but I will give you my props. Okay? Anyways, thank you for listening. We finished. This is podcast. I don't remember the number, but I'm going to write it down. And I'm going to see you next time.